I want to give a shout out to Awana missionary Virginia Hamilton in Rocky Face, Georgia. She is praising God for a club that has kids and leaders coming from four different churches. The leaders continue to look for ways to help the parents take charge of child discipleship in their homes. Plus, they are doing an amazing job of helping their kids with ADHD belong. And those kids are the number one resource of bringing others to club. The parents are even running mom taxis to bring kids from their neighborhoods. Every car is full and as they gain new parents, those parents start filling their cars too. All this is making every ministry in their church grow for Christ. Welcome to the Iwana Club's podcast. My name is Linnea Sandville. I know firsthand how easy it can be to get into a rut with how we do things in our clubs. We get comfortable and we think we're doing things the quote unquote right way, so why change? But could we maybe get creative and do things a little differently? Today, I'm gonna share a few ideas to help us incorporate families into our Awana programs. They may look a little different than the typical Awana we're used to, but that doesn't mean that they aren't Awana. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Award season is upon us. It's almost time to celebrate the accomplishments of your kids with awards that honor their efforts. Whether it's for essentials, book completion, or a citation, let them know that you've seen them learn and become more like Jesus this year with an Awana Award. These trophies, tokens, and certificates will encourage them to come back next year and continue to walk with Jesus for a lifetime. If you'd like these awards for your kids, you must order at least three weeks before your award celebration to ensure you receive them in time. Check out all our award options in the Awana shop at awana.org shop. Many of us are creatures of habit and we enjoy our routine. It's familiar, it's comfortable, and we can easily go through the motions. I definitely can fall into that camp. I tend to be someone who resists change. My husband, Tim, however, loves to think outside the box and enjoys switching things up. Now, over the years, I've come to appreciate change, even if it isn't comfortable, because he's taught me to ask the question, why? He's taught me to look at the reason behind what we do to figure out if there is a better or more effective way of doing things. Which brings me to our topic today of incorporating families into club. Is there a better way that we can be serving our families? There's a stalemate going on in the church in the United States. While the majority of ministry leaders believe that parents should be the primary discipler of the kids, the majority of parents believe that that job belongs to the church. So how can we in our Awana clubs bring parents into that disciple-making process? There are countless creative ways that we can incorporate parents, but today I'm gonna to bring you just five. My goal is not to necessarily give you a specific idea for your particular club, but maybe it's gonna get your creative juices flowing to integrate parents into what you're already doing or maybe something totally different. Now, one caveat before I start in on the ideas, I know that not every child has a parent or family at home that believes in Jesus. Many clubbers are brought by grandparents or aunts or uncles or friends. 
some churches bus in their kids and have virtually no parental involvement or contact. And as we go through these ideas, if the kids in your club fall into one of those categories, substitute the appropriate loving, caring adult in place of parent. Or maybe the idea that you need to come up with is how you can find parents that are willing to be the spiritual parents in your clubbers' lives. Okay, let's dive in. Let's start with an idea that's pretty easy and doesn't involve too much planning. Does your club already have a bring a friend night? Could you maybe switch it up once in a while and do a bring a parent night? <laughs> Could you have a night where the parents come and they join their child throughout the night from check-in until check-out? This gives parents a first-hand look at what their child is doing without too much commitment on their part. They get to enjoy the game time. They get to hear an example of what is being taught and experience a small group time. They get to see an example of discipleship. And who knows, you may even recruit a few leaders from doing this. The second idea I'm gonna share was shared on Facebook by an Iwana ministry director. And they took this idea of a bring a parent night a step further. And this is what she said. We run our cubbies program as a co-op. Each child brings their parent or adult every week. This lets us include more English language learners three and four-year-olds who aren't fully potty trained and gets parents connected with each other. Parents also take more responsibility for supplying the craft and snack each week. We love it. This is such a great idea. In running their cubbies program this way, they've involved parents in discipling the kids. They've met a need that fits the demographic of their club and they're reaching more little ones who aren't quite ready to be on their own. And you know what, they've also eased the load of the director when it comes to things like crafts and snacks, which let's be honest, can become overwhelming if you are the one responsible for that each week. Now, my next idea may ruffle your feathers if you've been around Awana for a long time, but hopefully you'll keep listening. What if we let parents sign off their child's section each week? I know some clubs have parents initial or sign their name in the section so that their child can get extra points or bucks for their team, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having the parents sign off the section as complete. This may cause you to get a knot in your stomach at the very thought, and I know this can cause some, some real angst and worry. I know you may worry that some parents may just sign the book and never look at what they're signing. Maybe you're worried that the parent might not hold their child to the standard that your club has set for reciting and memorizing the verses. But you know what? Those are things we need to leave in God's hands. Having a parent sign the section provides an opportunity for discipleship. What the Holy Spirit does with that is up to him. I do think there would need to be some training and specific explanation for the parents so that they know what they're doing. And I'm not saying that this is for every club. I know some areas and demographics that this just isn't a feasible option. But like all of these ideas, just getting your creative juices flowing. Our fourth idea is inspired by a church in Arizona that has family discipleship as a really specific part of their ministry goals. They have taken their Awana club and turned it into a family club. So what does this look like? Each family 
is together throughout the night. They do game time as a family. They're taught in one big group. And then during small group time, each family is in their own small group. During game time, they'll still do traditional Awana games on an Awana circle, but once a month, they mix it up and have board games for the families to play during game time. Each child is still in their age-appropriate book. Cubby would be in a Cubby book. TNT would be in a TNT book. But the parents lead their family small group. Maybe this isn't a practical idea for your club, but could you incorporate something like this into your calendar maybe once or twice a year? Special events are also a great way to get your parents involved. In California, there is a club that has done a father-son camp out for over 20 years. For two nights, they camp out in the desert. They do fun things like shoot model rockets in the air and hike through wind caves. But they also have multiple devotion times that include a theme and a memory verse. They limit the ages of the boys to TNT, and boys can only come if they have a dad or another adult that will take responsibility for them. They incorporate the fun of game time, the teaching of large group time, and then the memorization of small group time. The girls also do a mother-daughter camp out. It's a little different. They don't go to the desert and it's only for one night, but they basically do the same thing. Now, this kind of idea takes significant planning and leadership, but what a great way for a dad to connect with his son and a mom to connect with her daughter. Discipleship begins with relationship, and these types of experiences can foster relationship and create memories that will last a lifetime for these families. There are an endless number of creative ideas that you could use to make your club more exciting and involve families and encourage that family discipleship. I know these ideas may not meet the exact needs of your club or even be possible in your club, but hopefully something I said today sparked you to ask yourself why you do what you do, maybe even inspired you to start thinking about how God may want you to do things just a little bit differently. We all want our kids in our clubs to know and love Jesus and grow up to serve him and do great things for God. I appreciate your commitment to that. And I thank you for joining me today and for loving kids and investing in the families and the future leaders of the church. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.